Hello, hello, hello. It is Teacher Vibes, normalizing mental health conversations with me, Teacher Vibes. Who is Teacher Vibes? T, that's for Tia, that's me. Sometimes I'm chill, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm having vibes, and you know what? Sometimes I don't. It is what it is over here. That is my saying, and I'm going to stick with it. It is what it is. So, this episode three is actually pretty late, about a week's late, because I got sick. I've been so fucking congested and everything, and I'm finally able to talk. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, we went on vacation, not even vacation, so we went to Vegas to the AAU tournament. My daughter actually did very well, and I'm super proud of her and what she accomplished. My son started with a cough out there in 116 degree weather, a fucking cough, and I just had a little trickle down effect. My daughter got it. I got it now. We just hella congested and it's just a fucking mess. So that is why the episode is late. And also just to be honest and full transparency, the episode is late also because mental health, right? Like, let's just be real. I've been going through some things and if you don't know, if you're new here, I have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder too and anxiety, depression, and that downside have came it came it showed its head and it put me in a spot where doing just about anything was pretty hard and i chose not to do because it's my mental health and it's my decision to not do because if i wasn't gonna do it completely i would rather not do it at all and i think that's like something super important for me to constantly understand and accept and accept that like some days I might have the energy to do some shit and some days I fucking don't and this past week honestly I personally have not had the energy to do a motherfucking thing and then I just didn't feel good so it is what it is so let's get into it so I always like to start off with just like a check-in I kind of already went into that about how I've been feeling and I can go go into a little bit more detail with that because I think it's super important just being super transparent. So one of the biggest things that I've actually been going through and dealing with some stages of grief is that my therapist that I've had for over a year that I have built a crazy relationship with and just felt super comfortable in a safe space, having psychological safety, Everything that you can want in a therapist, our time is actually coming to an end. I think I have one more session with her and then we go into like another type of group where it's like anybody can join. It doesn't have that feeling of one-on-one anymore. And honestly, I have been dealing with that. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, my girl is leaving me. I even been thinking like, damn, should I come up with some fucking trauma just to like keep her? Like, I don't know what to do. I have cried about it. I've been angry about it. I've been irritated about it. I've been through so many fucking emotions. And I even talked to a good friend. I was like, hey, is this shit normal? And she was like, yes. It is normal. I thought I had like some issues, like some attachment issues. And I was like, oh, damn, maybe I do need to stay because clearly your girl is going through some things and not handling this well. And actually, what it was is that she created a safe space for me. And that's what I think they call it, secure attachment. I've had secure 
attachment with my therapist and in this space that where finally in my 35 years of life that I finally felt safe and able to just say whatever I need to say and be open be vulnerable and just lay everything out and now this person I feel like they're leaving me right <laughs> but she's not leaving me like I've gained like hella tools and things like that and I think just me talking about it is making it better but let me tell you so Tuesdays is our day to me Tuesdays 8 a.m. baby I am there right like hella early I look forward to it every week and usually I can pretty gauge her pretty much gauge how she gonna be right I can gauge like oh today she gonna come hard last week she would she didn't go that hard but this week she gonna come hard like I expected her to bring up the fact that we only have one more session you know but she got me she got me fucking good she hit me with that right off the bat and I was like, whoa, <laughs> you can't correct today. And I even called it out like, oh, you got me good today. Because usually I'm always one step ahead. Not this time. And then like clockwork, just completely fucking emotional. Because that's something that I have been avoiding. Because I don't think I'm ready to, ready to accept it. Because I have this attachment to this person. Not like in a weird way, but I'm able to be free. I feel safe. And now it's like. Who the fuck am I going to go ahead and have that with? Like, is that even possible? It took us a point, a while to get to that point. And how am I going to go ahead and be this way with someone else? Like, I don't even know if I'm able to, like, legitly do that. Honestly. But we talked about it. I had to go off camera because the fucking waterworks was just coming. Boo fucking who, who, who went. And I barely can talk. And she was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. You know, and I think it took her off guard that I even got off camera. Because, and she even got off camera. I think what makes me happy is that it's not just me feeling this way. We both um, have been in this space together. And we both shared, you know. And it's just hard. And she did explain it from a therapist side too that it is hard for her too, especially when it's a time is coming to an end. It's someone that you followed this journey for so long. You know, you're not gonna have that anymore. So I do appreciate that that she was able to share that. But for me, I've been struggling. Like I do not manage like change very well. I like structure. I like to know what I'm doing each day. You know, I like to be in control of that. And the fact that I can't control this, it's really bothering me. And the fact that I feel like I'm not going to have that outlet is really bothering me. And also, there's some feelings of, like, down. That community, it's not there. But then I have to realize what she's really good at. She drew me back in, like she usually does. It's like, well, you do have community because you talk to other people about what you're feeling. They validate you. And things like that so that does make me realize that I do have community because that's something that's super important for me someone that grew up without feeling like they're a part of anything um, you know not really having that strong friend group and things like that just having that community is so important like my community now that I can honestly say it doesn't look like brothers sisters cousins aunties a huge family my community doesn't look like that my community involves my partner 
which we're probably, we're not that good right now, but we'll discuss it later. But he's still part of my community. My community is friends that I love. I learned a lot from. I saw how their families work. And I took parts of that from my own personal family. My community looks like having safe spaces where I can just be and not try to be anything other than just me. That's my community. And just understanding that I do have that, even while I might be feeling very sad and things like that, it it kind of just reels me back in. Like It makes me understand that I'm fucking human. Like my community and my family does not look like a typical one, but it just lets me know that I'm not alone. And I had to take some time to really just think about that and just like be grounded in that and accept that because this next transition that I'm going to be going to with our last session this week, it has really put me in a bad spot. But I think I need to anchor to something and I need to anchor to knowing that I just have like that community. So that's why a big portion of why the episode didn't come out, just dealing with hella shit personally and also I'm still hella congested. I mean, it is what it is, but I wanted to get on here. I wanted to release because that's what this is, right? It's normalizing those conversations. And it's not just like talking specifically about mental health. It's about understanding that every aspect of your life and everything that you do mental health plays like a huge fucking role into it it does like one of the things that i found myself doing which i had to realize is that of what i normally do if i'm just like feeling depressed or just having a downer like i like to binge i'm a fucking serial binger like i watch a full season of something in a span of one or two days and I have three kids like you know I'd be locked in and I just do it another thing that I like to do when I'm in like a down loop is that I like to read I haven't really had the chance to like really read like I normally do because of just school life and things like that but I realize that those are the two things that like kind of lets me escape while also heal and think about what I need to think about, if that makes sense. Like, when I'm binging a TV show, like right now, super cheesy, super corny probably, but I like um, the Magnolia thing on, what's it called? Not Amazon, but Netflix. It's like a group of friends, they're like three girls, and they live in this country little town, and they have all this little drama, but they are real good friends like regardless of what's going on they have each other's back and i just love it because in deep down i am either like a small town girly on the low or a country girly i want to be that girl i wish i was that girl but i'm not because i live in the bay area and it's definitely not country but whatever but i was locked into the show because one it takes me away from like the things that I'm dealing with, it gives me the space and opportunity to focus on something else while also understanding that it's giving me hope, it's giving me the things that I wanna kinda take from and put into my own life, such as community, having that strong friend group, and just having other people to actually depend on. And also it just makes me happy. I don't know what it is watching those cheesy little shows, but it legitly just makes me happy all the time. 
So I did that. I watched the show and I also was thinking about how can I cope in this next phase of life and just understanding where I want to go and just kind of bring myself back to balance, right? And I can do all that while managing my kids, while, you know, working, still doing everything that I need to do. And then it just kind of made me think like, damn, girl, you are able to do hella shit all the time while still dealing with something. And then I thought about years ago, what have someone would have said about that? They're like, damn, that girl is strong, right? But then we went away from that narrative of always being strong to we don't want to be strong. You know, we just want time to just be, you know, and sometimes we don't have that opportunity to just be. And then I had to think about too, like, damn, by me doing these little things, I have had the opportunity to just be. And I reached a point in my life that when I am going through something and I do need that time and opportunity to just be, I actually have that now. And I was able to just be watching my cheesy ass little show and healing. That's just a part of healing to me. Just being is just healing. And I was super accepting of that and happy that I acknowledged that because this is just all just growth for me. And I don't know, it just made me like super happy. But outside of that, what else been happening? Um, I realized that I miss my brother because we all live together and he plays a huge role in my four-year-old's life and he's happened to be on vacation this week having a fucking life I don't know why uh, he pretty much left me with my four-year-old by myself and it's an adjustment for both of us and it's not to say that I'm not involved in his life at all because I'm super involved in my child's life it's just that his uncle plays a huge role in his life too. And he takes him to karate. He takes him to school in the morning. Uh, he does all these things for him. And I love that for him. I really love that for him. But I've been the one having to do that this week. And my four-year-old and me, it's been an adjustment. We've been adjusting to fucking each other. He has given tantrums. He has hit a teacher at school he has done all type of shit and today is thursday and the school called me today and i did not want to answer the phone like i felt like just going somewhere running and hiding because i was like please don't let me have to pick him up from school because i already had to do that one time this week but she called and she was like super sweet and she was just like i just want to let you know you know, he was boxing another child and he had two people today. And I was like, okay, I can deal with that because he has started boxing care and he also does karate. So I was like, okay, that could contribute to that. And then one thing that I tried to do, I just got on the phone, right? And I wanted to like make sure that I let him know that he wasn't in trouble because I noticed that he tends to like shut down. So I let him know that he wasn't in trouble. I was like, hey, where can you box at? It's not at school. He's like, yeah, I can box at home and I can do karate. Yes, but we can't box at school with our friends. And I just say that to say that regardless of how irritated I am or whatever I'm going through within my life, I try not to let that interfere with like my parenting 
although me and him is having a week because it's an adjustment for both of us, but I still believe that it's important to just, I don't know even know the real word, but I think it's just important to let him know that like, regardless of what's going on, I'm still there, right? If that even makes sense. I don't know. Something's there, but it was just important to show that you're not in trouble. We have to set boundaries, you know, and just talk it out a little bit. But I definitely can say that I can't wait for my brother to come back and get back on his schedule. He had his little break. It's time to come back to reality because I need a breakdown. And that's just what it's going to be. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now, but I legitimately be stressed out up in his house all day trying to do other things. When I know for sure that if that school call, it's an instant stress thing. Like super fucking stressful. But outside of that, what else? Another thing as far as like just aligning everything, just like some couples transitions and things like that, is that I realized that as a partner, I deeply, deeply fucking struggle with just saying how I feel using soft skills. A lot of things that I say, I think it, I say it, and that's what it's going to be, right? And I need to learn how to fucking adjust that because some of the shit that I say, if someone was to play it back to me, I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> but that's just like my voice. And I think I've been struggling with that, and I think I struggle with that harder when I personally, my mood is not the greatest because I really don't want to be bothered. I I just rather not talk. I don't want to say anything too much. I just want to just be. And that's not the case. Like with the kids, I can 100% accept that I'm always never going to be able to just be. But with my partner, I expect to just be. So a lot of things that come out, it's probably rough, tough, and downright fucking rude, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And I do need to do better about that or even just like expressing like down today ain't the day this week may not be the day when that day gonna be i don't know so i do need to go ahead and just be better on that but it's all a learning process and i can say this now but if he was standing right here it'd probably be a little bit harder to actually say that because it's still a little weird to kind of trust somebody with your mental health trust somebody with how you're actually feeling because a lot of times people like weaponize that and i don't believe that he would do that to me and i also don't want to project that on him because he doesn't deserve it and i also want to just say that that is a true fear regardless of how long you've been with somebody holding Giving somebody that information that could potentially be used against you is something like a serious thing. Like regardless who it who it is and how long y'all been together. It's something serious that can happen. But I think that's also like grounding yourself again. And I think I personally need to do better with just grounding myself. And that's that. I think I'm gonna leave on that note that I rambled this whole time because clearly I had a lot of shit to get out. <laughs> but I just want to say that we all go through hard shit. Like this past week has been pretty shitty. But guess what? I'm still here. 
I took that time. I allowed myself to just be. And I recognize and accept that I'm just going through fucking transitions. And this week, I thought about those transitions and I'm learning to accept those transitions while also still being present to the people that I need to be present to. And partly what I need to do is apologize to the one person that I haven't been present to or and just been rude to because that's what the type of fucking week I've had. And with that, thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.